Hello, everybody. Hi. <laughs> Welcome to another special episode of a BJJ Marriage, where we are coming right out of a new segment that we just filmed at Fluid Jiu-Jitsu with Professor Brenton that will be airing today. So this podcast will be coming out a little bit later after that, but we'll post the link to that article in the show notes for everybody to see. But we have special guests today. So Welcome, guys. Your hosts, Brittany and Nick. And then we also have... I'm Dave. <laughs> this is Dave. Hi, I'm Dave. Resident Purple Belt of Fluid Jiu-Jitsu. And Tracy. Tracy, one of our awesome female blue belts at Fluid Jiu-Jitsu. She's actually got promoted at the same time as me. <laughs> so we have Professor Brenton in the background, so if you hear a bunch of blurbing, that's him. Blur, blur, blur. <laughs> yes. He doesn't want to be on camera today. It's too early for him. <laughs> Not that early. But yeah, so what we did today is we had a news article, and we were talking about our traditional Gracie self-defense techniques and how we can use that in our everyday lives. And... We snagged them to film a podcast with us. It's kind of impromptu. We were just looking at the time and we're like, oh, we should film a podcast today. We have time. Yes. Fantastic. Let's talk about what we did today. Self-defense. <laughs> self-defense. Yeah. Science. <laughs> Gun and knife self-defense. Why don't yeah. you guys introduce Dave yourself? made me look really good on camera. Right. We had to wear masks, so he'd be like, underneath, underneath. <laughs> no lip reading at all. What, what self-defense moves did we do today? So, gun, pointing gun at somebody's head, or somebody pointing gun at your head, mm-hmm. somebody trying to stab you, the ex-wife. Yeah. Ex-wife overhand, yeah. trying Passage. to come right at you. The cycle killer. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Eyes popping out of the head. Yes. We did chokes, um, like, like the barroom attacks. Yes. Yeah. Like when uh, somebody would hold you up against the wall, or but the ones we actually did, when somebody just grabbed your neck with one hand or two hands. Yeah. And hostage situation. So someone was behind you, and they held the gun to your head, what to do, grab mm-hmm. the barrel and turn it, and all yeah. that fun stuff. And the bear hug. Oh, yeah. Try to abduct you. Yes. Yeah. Bear hug, and then bear hug, grapevine, if you like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now Brittany says that she is... How far could a black belt test? <laughs> I said I was one-seventh of the way of knowing my black belt test now. Because <laughs> I Perfect. drilled it so much today. Yes, and then we can go back and watch it online. Oh, great. Whenever we need to practice. So excited. <laughs> it's forever filmed. Yeah. Did you guys have fun doing that? Yeah, it's fun. Have you guys ever been on the news before? Yes. That's why I asked him. Show your gold too. I know he'd been around. <laughs> I was on the news for uh, pumpkin checking a couple of years ago. Oh, awesome. That's for cool. What? Yeah, pumpkin checking. Oh, pumpkin checking. Built a trebuchet and they fell pumpkins. That is fantastic. <laughs> I think I saw that. I don't know if I saw you or if I knew you then, but I remember seeing like something about pumpkin trebuchets. Yeah. And that's pretty unique. It was probably you. <laughs> there was a giant red one. I was one of the guys that was working on climbing it and that's setting amazing. it all up. Wow. Yeah, I've been on the news report also for Stonefire Pizza, which is also opening again today. So, good luck to them. <laughs> You're not there, so it's not your problem, right? I'm not there. It's somebody else's baby now. I can just go play with the baby, and then I can leave it and not worry about it anymore. 
It's been an analogy all week. Like, nice. I just get to go help, and then I get to leave, and I don't have to worry about them calling me with crap at 3 in the yeah. morning anymore. That's very awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So very we had CBS 58 News in Milwaukee at Fluid today. They were promoting not only the business, but the self-defense techniques of jiu-jitsu and... Yeah. the women's open mic Friday. Yeah? Yes. Women's only. Women's huh? only. Come on down, ladies. Yes. We have a blast, and uh, probably we're going to go out and get some food after. Yeah. That would be cool. Tacos and tequila, right? The taco plan is. Yeah. So, cool. both of you being women. Seems like I'm going to be a girl that day, because I want to go get tacos and tequila. These guys have seen up. both guys in dresses, so yeah. uh, I'm checking at the door. I'm checking IDs at the door. But as women, what is the number one thing that jujitsu has brought to your life as a woman? self-confidence um like in alone situations or um how i carry myself or um just that i have i have a little something to keep myself safe yeah yeah that's very settling it's like a good foundation a good base Mm -hmm. for you to know that if something were to happen you have something to work with right i've had you know big people on top of me before the panic piece is, is mm-hmm. hopefully taken care of. Yeah. So you were saying awareness? Yeah, I'm definitely much more aware of the energy in a room now and the situation and the people who are surrounding me. And I read the room a little bit better than I used to. Absolutely. Dave, as a woman? Uh, <laughs> well. Oh God, please never do that again. <laughs> so. But you didn't hear my story. One thing. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say you didn't hear my story. I already told them that yesterday. I was talking to one of our kids, and she was trying to tell me about Dave, but she didn't know his name. And she was like, "Yeah, the the guy with the bun." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, that's Dave." <laughs> Absolutely. Trust. Learning about trust. The teammates at Fluid, are, mm. and and even if I've trained, you know, like just on an open mat at other gyms, like ladies are really cool. Friendships we have, especially here at Fluid, we're really unique. We're kind of like a family, mm-hmm. and like, like Ellie, she'll be like, "How hard are we going today?" You know, like we always mm-hmm. check in with each other. You know, how after you she's done screaming your name when yeah. you walk in the door, <laughs> I never tiptoe in late. Yeah, <laughs> not that I would. No, <laughs> never. No, no. Right. I'm always like, Ellie, you're grossing me out. Like, who's gonna tiptoe? Tracy, time. Breaking my cover. <laughs> I made it today at 5 o'clock. Well, no, 10 no, five. you did not. <laughs> I called Dave. I'm like, just tell everybody I'm coming. I'm gonna. I'm right there. I'm very salty. She's like, I'm leaving my house right now. I'm like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> it was fine. It all. It all ended up being perfect. Everybody was on time. We had to be here at five in the morning so that we could start filming. At the first segment was at 5:45 a.m. Right? Yep. And then the next one was at 6:25, and then they did an interview and ended around 6:45. It's a long morning. Yeah, it's like every one of my and Dave's mornings. <laughs> so we do on the regular. Dave didn't know he was coming until he walked into the gym last night. And I'm like, yeah. hey, Dave, <laughs> going to be my attacker tomorrow? Absolutely. Can we go Facebook Live? Huh? Can we take pictures of this? Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Just a few minutes. Sure. Not the whole thing. But sure, sure, yeah. Yeah, so, um, but yeah, I think we all had a really good time. Uh, showcasing jujitsu for the news, right? 
<laughs> Gracie Jiu Jitsu. And it was really fun because the newscaster had no idea about Jiu Jitsu. We got to show him a little bit of technique. He we didn't got... even know how to say it. Yeah, he was like, Jiu Jitsu. He's really interested because then yes. he, you know, he'd have to talk to his cameraman and be like, no, 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 back to the choke. Like, mm-hmm. how is that? How do you, you know? Yeah. He was very interested. Yeah. It's funny. Yeah, it was funny how interested he was in the rear naked choke because people tend to think that that's the easiest choke to get or the easiest choke to do or the one that they mm-hmm. think about the most. But in yeah. all reality, if you train jujitsu, you know that that's not an easy choke to one hit and then two even right. like get them to submit to it. Like you have to time that perfectly yep. in order for that to actually be successful. But also at the same time, it's the number one submission in all of MMA, which is the only place that people ever generally would see jujitsu. Yeah. yeah. So, how many rear nakeds have you caught in a competition? In competitions? That's my number one submission in competition. Is it really? I, I usually yeah. just give up on the rear naked and go for a loop. Yeah. Normally it's loop chokes, but especially nogi, I've gotten yeah. like more rear naked chokes than I can remember. Nogi, I end up going for an arm or something. <laughs> nogi, I usually end up getting an arm or something. No, so it's really like... Oh my god, no. Don't do that again. Yes, please no. keep using your lady voice. <laughs> Me with three beautiful women. Just lost three viewers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know oh, if yeah. keep that up that We're on Facebook Live right now, too. So I know you're watching this on the podcast or the YouTube or whatever it is later on. But go on, All to, the go on to Facebook and fluidjujitsu.com where there's a live feed that's going to be on there, too. But Yeah. Um, but it was very fun to tell, what was his name, Mark? I don't know. Tracy at the distance, though. Right, right. I was well behaved. <laughs> oh my goodness. Good job not peeing on the news guy. And we didn't say that's what she saw. And we told him about it. We did. Not on we, we let a lot of things float by that we would have jumped on in class. Would you say it flowed by him fluidly? Fluidly, yeah. Ding, ding, ding. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> anyway, so we did self defense today. And I know we kind of briefly went through all of the moves that we did, but we did some gun defense, some knife defense. So Tracy and I were the two main females on camera who Why'd were you do getting this? attacked. We are females. I don't know. <laughs> oh, that's right. We were the main one. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> maybe we're not. Wait, who's got a pin of toes? That'll be the thing. Oh, yeah. just... okay, I don't think thing? that's a good indicator, actually. Well, so far, 50% yeah. of us are females and 50% of us have painted toe us, so. It's not a puzzle. It's a 50%. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, Kajra. Us females. We were the main female. The main female. <laughs> well, we had Karen here. So mm-hmm. Karen wasn't a main female. She was just kind of like in the background doing her role. She was a side female. She was oh, a right. side chick. <laughs> sorry, she was doing good. She was beating up the boys. I watched. It was great. Yep. But, uh... Yeah, so we were on camera, we had Dave and we had Nick attacking us from behind and with a knife and with a gun and we had to defend it in the Gracie self-defense curriculum moves. And it was a lot more work than I anticipated. I was sweating way more than I planned on it. I have to wash my gi now, actually. I didn't plan on that today. (laughs) Were you guys nervous? Yeah. Yeah. 
Talk about your nerves. <laughs> the first thing he said to me when the camera started rolling is he, he goes to put a, a choke on my collar or my neck, and he was just like, you're shaking. I was like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> hey, you but have to use a stage whisper so, for this. Yeah. We were able to have like little quiet conversations in our teams. Mm-hmm. No lip reading behind the mask. Yeah. Yep. But... Yeah, so we got attacked. We did some bear hugs, and we got to ankle pick the guys a lot. Mm-hmm. I didn't fall down. Good. I fell down mm-hmm. in practice. Good. Talk about your stuff. Well, I mean, just being on camera, and then it's like, oh, what am I, if I mess up, like, no one's going to come here because we suck. <laughs> yeah. I was worried we had to do them, like, by name, like, okay. Oh, like you would call it out? Yeah. And then I was like. Uh, you do it for the test. Yep. Right. Yeah. But, you just have to memorize not, the order. But on camera, like, it was like, oh, we just did a mech as we wanted. Mm-hmm. That sucked, but it took a little of a, yeah. It was kind of nice that the camera wasn't just on us, and we just had to do it. And I'm also glad we didn't have to be in sync, because I know that was something that you and I talked that about yesterday. That's kind of what Taekwondo was like. You know, they do their forms, and yeah. they, or Kapoera is on the beat. I can't even do one, two, three clap on time, so I'm never, <laughs> I'm never going to have two, an three, clap. <laughs> that was perfect. That's exactly what class is like. That sums everything up. I'm always right? eager, but it's like... Yeah. <laughs> it's a really good white people sport because we don't have to keep time. Let us know in the comments if you also clapped. <laughs> that's a habit for me. Oh my gosh! Every time I, I hear one, two, three, clap, yep. it happens. I remember when he was doing online classes for a little bit right when the pandemic started. I would be watching from my room and I was just watching, and then he'd be like, "Okay, one, two, three, and in the bed, I was like, "Oh, no one's here." <laughs> oh, good. Uh, okay. Without thinking about it. Yeah, it's a good habit. What was it like being the attacker today? Yeah. Um, I mean, I really tried to kill you like a bunch, and you didn't let me. So Good. it was annoying. <laughs> no, it was fun. Um, I really enjoyed helping you guys display how powerful it can be as a smaller person protecting yourself against an attack. It's just great for everybody to drill. Yeah. And that's the number one thing. We do have a recurring women's self-defense class here at Fluid Jiu-Jitsu, and it's fantastic that we have it recurring because if you learn the technique once, if you do it once, two years later, you're not going to remember it. You'd be like, I went to the class, but I don't remember crap about what to do. So when we have that, obviously it slowed down during COVID a little bit, but uh, I'm sure it's going to pick up and be more regular. I'm pretty sure it's like every like three months or something. We run through the curriculum for a whole month and a lot of people. Exercise is practical, valuable, like a lot of exercise. Yeah. It's. Yes. It benefits so many aspects yep. of your life. Yeah. And you can laugh. And it's a great funnel for people that have no experience with jujitsu to come to the top, have a little bit more awareness, and say, oh, I can learn a little bit of women's self defense. They get here, they do it for four weeks. They realize, I love these people. This gym is super fun. Uh, I'm going to join. Yeah. And I think every class we get at least one or two new members. So if you run a, a school, it's a fantastic way to get people in. But, I mean, self-defense, it's great for women to know. And he's he specified that we do women's self-defense classes, too. But, I mean, a guy also gets a lot of benefit out of learning the self-defense because guys mm-hmm. also get attacked. It's not just females. So, I guess, as a higher belt, talk about your experience in the self-defense aspect and what has it done for you in your life. Well, once a month, I attack Dave out of a van. I didn't ask you. <laughs> <laughs> he attacks me out of a yeah. van. <laughs> 
<laughs> Make sure he's fresh on his skills. <laughs> um, Side note, Dave's coming out of that van of candy. <laughs> <laughs> and a bottle of loop. It's weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's confidence in my day-to-day life, just walking around, standing upright and keeping better posture, and I've actually looked into some self-defense stuff I've put together, a little bit of a curriculum myself to take for like a four-week that I taught at my church at one point, and if it was brought up, I'd probably redo it elsewhere if it ever came up, but it was... The whole, a lot of that was the posture, look around, be aware of your surroundings and what's going on, Mm -hmm. as well as here's what you do if somebody does, tries to attack you and does something to you. Just the situational awareness and being ready all the time. Because you can't, you don't, it's better not to have to use it, and if you're aware, you can get out of the situation before Mm -hmm. you. Yeah. Embrace, Embrace the suck. suck. Yes. <laughs> what's the What's the best quote for that? That um, the most common quote. I'm thinking of one. When you know things, but you don't have to use it. I know you guys know. What? Walk softly and carry a big stick. <laughs> no, better to be yes Six a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war. It's better to be a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war. Is it Mike Poison? Yeah. It's a It's, it's a an popular. ancient ancient uh, Chinese. <laughs> well, he's old. Um, you want to do a plug because I'm gonna I'm gonna get off here. Mm-hmm. You want to do a plug for your BJJ marriage? Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. So this is uh, an excerpt of a BJJ marriage, a podcast that you can find on many podcast platforms: Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, YouTube. It's just search a BJJ marriage, and it's a weekly podcast that we record. Sometimes we have awesome guests like Tracy and Dave. Woo-hoo. Sometimes it's just annoying Brittany and I. But <laughs> you mean Nick annoying Brittany? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <no. laughs> I like how he agreed to that. But uh, yeah. yeah, we've been doing it every week. We talk about different subjects. We try to have different people and just trying to keep it nice and active and going. It's about 45 to 45 minutes to an hour long every week. And it's a fun creative outlet. Yeah. Just love talking about jujitsu and talking about live. You life guys do it well. Same topic. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. Yeah. It's just ever changing. Yeah. 
I, I actually send out a daily encouraging message, and these three people are one of the awesome people that get the daily encouraging message. I read it every day. And I actually thought that I would run out of encouraging messages, but I've done it for over a year and a half, almost two years, I've been sending this message out daily, which has been crazy. So yeah. I, if I can do that daily, I can do this weekly forever. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel about it. Also, if you'd like a message, drop a message in the comments, and I'll get it out to you. We'll make it happen. In all the crap of life, when that little bing notification goes off, I'm like, now what? And it's like, <laughs> here's your daily reminder that you're awesome. And, yeah. You know, it's like, oh, it's awesome. My coworker gets them to gratitude or whatever. Oh, thanks. Yep. Yeah, every Friday, attitude of gratitude. My coworker every day, like when I'm with her, and she, our, both of our phones go off, and she's like, oh, it's your husband again. And then it's funny because she talks to me so much, so she knows a lot of what happens in our lives and our personal lives. And then she'll be like, I know what his message was about. I know what was happening. And I was just like, yep, <laughs> exactly. Uh, I do enjoy but, doing it. I love, I love creating, and my number one goal in life is to enrich people's lives and add value to people's lives as much as I can. That's the path I'm on right now. Yeah, it's fun. And Jiu-Jitsu does that, too. Jiu-Jitsu is a huge motivator of that. And, and yeah. you, you, you are genuine with that, Nick, because I've known you now since the basement days, and <laughs> you are always, you know, flipping and tumbling in here, like, hey, how's it going? And, you know, like, is he ever not happy? Is he ever right. not upside down? Like, very positive. One of the most positive people I know, for sure. Oh, thanks for that. Sometimes it's kind of frustrating. <laughs> I don't know if I can be married to someone so fast. Stop being so happy. This has happened. We've had this conversation. I think we should, I think we should put you and Elliot on an island for like 24 hours. Oh my and, God. and just film it like reality. We're like, bing, 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 good morning. What is wrong with you? CBS 58. Put it together. Yeah. That would be outstanding. Oh my goodness. Oh my I don't know who would come out alive. <laughs> oh my goodness. Lee, are you ready now? I don't talk about that. I do want to apply for Survivor. I suddenly recorded a video for that, but I'm going to apply for Survivor. Mm -hmm. Really? Not yeah. naked in a crate. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. You could probably do that one too. But I need someone to be naked with. Woo! Let's go. <laughs> All right. Dave's down. It's me and my girlfriend Dave. With the bun. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. The truck shows up, Dave takes his dress off, climbs right. in the truck. Yeah. Um, yes. I got to thank Dave because. Like, he didn't know he was doing this. He shows up at bright, like, crazy bright and early. It's not even was, bright. It was dark out. Yeah, it was. right. It was dark out. And was, what was, happened when you tried to walk in the door, Tracy? <laughs> I had my bag. I had my cup of coffee and a ceramic mug, and I, I totally bit it. I totally, like, went up this little ledge of mulch and just <laughs> oh. <laughs> broke the coffee cup mulch all over me in the cup. The maintenance man pulls over. I'm just like, that's what I do. Just move on. Nothing to see here. Oh man, I wish we would have got that on tape. Oh, yeah. There's probably security footage out there somewhere. <laughs> I mean, I did it. Oh man, but you're still here. But I and you know how to break fall. I was just yes. gonna say, did you break fall? Probably I, not I, with all the stuff in your hands, but the cup broke my fall. Yeah, my hand is gone now. And then... uh, so much so you broke the coffee. Oh yeah, Austin. Mugs. I I drank all my coffee before we started filming. Yeah. I'm sad about it. I made two cups per while we were going through the TV show. Wow. <laughs> yep. It's early. I'm going to need more later, I think. <laughs> uh, yes, it was fun today. Here's the cup.
mulch in it. <laughs> mulch. Oh, poor mulch. Oh, uh, sad. sad. I'm going to keep this like on my shelf just to remember to like slow my roll. You should date it. Just slow you my roll. I'm like, run in here and I'll make... Aren't I always running in with like five bags on my shoulder and like yeah. polish? Yeah. <laughs> I'm a hot mess today. I said to Brent one time, I'm a hot mess today. He goes, you're a hot mess every day. <laughs> <laughs> it's fantastic. That's why we love Tracy. Yep. She, she does. She walks in the room and brightens up the entire room. Absolutely. <laughs> Always happy. She is. But we have talked about these two probably in depth multiple times throughout this entire series so far. We've always talked about our purple belt friend, Dave, who likes to say the weirdest things sometimes, and then Tracy, the lovable Tracy that everyone <laughs> always in likes and wants to talk to. Innocence, I keep everything. She thinks she's innocent. I'm everyone who knows her knows she's She's the worst. Straight <laughs> like, we like to say that our friend Laura is probably the dirty mind one here, but then if you say that, you don't know Tracy. Bye, Brent. <laughs> Bye, Brent. Bye. <laughs> but, yeah, Tracy's definitely the... The troublemaker of the group without letting people oh, know she's the troublemaker, yeah. right? Don't tell people that. <laughs> she's she has to know about it too. No, well, she's the sweetest. Though. I think being the oldest, you learn like, ah, what the hell? You know, like you just kind of live it a little. Life is short, right? You gotta live it a little. And it's that. like having younger siblings. You teach, you make them get in trouble so you can just um, not get yelled at. See, I'm the baby. I am too. Well, I just made all my sisters do, do stuff and then I. They'd get in trouble and I wouldn't. Fantastic. <laughs> That's awesome. It was that great like to, to find a group of people who think like I do. Like, Brent will be teaching and he'll say something like, Jack Hammer, Jack Hammer, pull out, and like the whole room cracks up. Like, we're all these like minded weirdos. Her husband's home. Jack yeah. Hammer, pull out Star Wars. Yeah, we have birth, all those. You gotta birth this one. You, yeah. know? Yeah. Like, you can't say anything in, in, in the room of fluids. And it's like, yeah. my people. Oh, right. We're all good at it. We all just accept each other's weirdness. Yes. It just happens. If it's you're fantastic. not weird, you're probably not going to fit in. Yeah. And that's <laughs> the best part about jujitsu is everybody, for the most part, is like-minded. And everybody comes together. We work on the same stuff, but we also have so much fun together all the time. Yeah. Oh, I mean, not that they're like-minded, but no matter what, you come together over jujitsu. Like, right. You drop everything people. when you right. get on the mat. Yeah, and when I said like-minded, I guess I mean like we all have one goal from Jiu-Jitsu, one main goal, and then there's a whole bunch of side goals, of course, but there's something that we can all get behind. And we give each other room to have other opinions on things mm-hmm. and, and just like leave it alone, you know, if we don't agree, we just That's fine. Yeah. carry on. I and still love you because you love Jiu-Jitsu. Right. <laughs> and off the mat too, like at picnics or, mm-hmm. um, you know, our social nights or game nights or, come on. Like, we have fun together as people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dave beat me at prom queen one year because he wore a dress. We he got more votes than I did just because he was wearing a dress. I was a little jealous, but also yeah. not because that's pretty impressive. I think I voted for you. Oh, several people voted for me. No, I, so, at least yeah, one I mean, person voted for me for every category. Oh, my God. Obviously, a lot of people voted for you. You won. Yeah. I had trouble with some ripped piece of your dress. Oh, my God. I choked everybody with my dress that night. Right. Yeah, I remember that. That was amazing. I think Laura and Brent were the only two that got out of it. <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah. Coming back to self-defense, you learned how to use your clothes to defend yourself yeah. and choke people. Mm-hmm. So I was able to, wearing a dress, use it to 
show and submit people. Yeah, just using whatever I had. Yeah, resourceful. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. There's something I was going to say, and I totally blinked my mind. But, sorry. That's okay. <clears throat> yeah. So, I'm going to slip out a little early. I have to go to work. Okay. I have to, I have to go adult school a little bit. Well, thanks but so I want to thank Dave again for last minute coming in uh, really early, and thank you guys for having Thanks, uh, thanks Tracy. So thanks so much for coming on the show. Tracy will be back soon. On be careful show. when you walk in because there's a curb out there. It's a killer. <laughs> Tracy, Ellie, and I are going to do a women's podcast here very soon and talk about more in depth about what it's like to be a female in a male dominated sport. So watch out for that one. I'll read that next time. I was okay. going to say Dave can be our first guest. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, thank you, Dave. Fun. Yeah. Thanks, Tracy. So today yeah. was fun. It was really cool to talk to someone new, the CBS guy, about what jujitsu was and what the whole aspect of it all is and how mm -hmm. it started and the self-defense part of it. Because, yeah. you know, to get your black belt, you have to know all, what, 72, 75? 75 self-defense. In self front of everybody. Rules. That was impressive. That yeah. was so cool to see. Yep, exactly. Mm -hmm. But there's no, there's really no jujitsu involved in the black belt test. Like, obviously, well, you have to get there eventually, but... All the self-defense moves are jiu -jitsu. Yeah, but it's yeah. not grappling on the ground. But it's a way to start it, I believe. Yes, yeah. but it's not grappling on the ground. But it's the self-defense of learning how to defend a knife, learning how to defend a gun, learning how to defend a baseball bat or a stick coming at you, and from behind attacks, chokes, and everything. So yeah. you have to know all those to get your black belt or to get your black belt in the test. At least from our our lineage. Yeah. Not not every school is the same way. Yeah, and the Gracie. Right. And then it was cool to watch Master Sauer critique everything that they were doing, too, because our black belts now, Jason, Mike, and Rob, when they got their black belts, they did the whole defense curriculum, and they were doing it right, at least from our perspective, and the way that they were taught, and the way that they drilled it by Tracy. Uh, but Master Sauer still was able to tell them how to make it even better every single time. Like, it's just forever evolving, and I think Dave, if, if there was somebody that never knew about Jiu-Jitsu, what would you tell them they should know about Jiu-Jitsu? Or how would you explain it to someone? Um, it's, it's like grappling art where you defend yourself after when somebody attacks you. If you're on the bottom, like how to not get hit in the face, how to keep somebody away from you or use your body to control them so they can't hurt you. Mm -hmm. And then from there, once you get control, then you can start doing your own attacks. Yep, absolutely. And yeah, Brent was telling the newscaster also how much of it is like chest in the chest. Yeah. Which is a great analogy. Yeah, I agree. So what was your biggest takeaway from today? I know you guys weren't really doing the self-defense moves. It was more Tracy and I doing it against you guys. But what was your biggest takeaway? That you have to... Tailor your moves for your size to mm -hmm. be against somebody else because, like, Tracy was going to do a hip throw on me, except for she's short enough and I'm tall enough that even when she was fully extended with popping her hips up, well, my feet didn't come off enough. So she had to switch it up to a type of trip instead. So she's, mm -hmm. instead of buckling my, lifting my hips over, she's blocking my knee and dropping me to the ground. Mm -hmm. 
taking out your posts? Yeah. So it's there's little tailors and little tweaks that you can do for your size against a bigger attacker, and you basically you have to practice well, yeah. everything to mm-hmm. find all those little tweaks. Yep. Otherwise, you'll never. Yeah. So you would say jujitsu tailors to your body. Yeah. Do you believe anyone when they say that they're too old or they're too fat or they're too small or any of those excuses nope. when they say they can't do jujitsu? Nope. I've seen a guy with one leg and one arm do jujitsu. Mm-hmm. No excuses. I think <laughs> one of the coolest things that happened today was our newscaster. He said that he was 54 years old. And he was like, oh, I, I'm too old, I can't get into it. And then we looked around the room, and we're like, how old are you, Tracy? 53. How old are you, Mick? 54. How old are you, Ted? 51. And then how old are you, 41? And then we had Dave, 35. We have him, 29. And we have 25. And then Karen was 31. And that was everyone in the room. And then my dad's 42, 43. And so, like, we had a big age range in the room. And we're like, look, the median age here is, like, late 40s, if you were to yeah. add that all together. So you're never too old for jujitsu. Did you guys see those two women at Pan Am? Like there were two, like what, seventy year old women at blue belts just oh, going I at it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, there's a jujitsu grandma. She's on Instagram and she competes in IBJJF. She's got that little curly white bob haircut mm-hmm. and she's like doing hip tosses and competing. It's crazy. Yep. Awesome. Yeah. Never too old. Never she's too a blue belt. Old. Super fun to watch. Absolutely. And jujitsu is was for the smaller person because, mm-hmm. as they were talking about today, the grandmaster was like 150 pounds, and he was just beating up guys that were like 200 and guys that were trying to rob him and attack him because that's you know what Brazil mm-hmm. was like back then. Right, because that's essentially how like, this whole program started, right? Yeah. Where Master Elio was constantly put in these situations where he needed to defend himself, and so he came up with a system and a curriculum of all these different attacks and what you can do to defend them, because they were literally happening to him in the streets of Brazil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, there's defense against chokes, defense against bear hugs, defenses against guns, defense against knives, defense against sticks, defense against chairs, uh, yeah. defense up against a wall, and... Um, I don't think I'm missing anything. No. No? Punches, kicks. Yeah, punches, kicks, tackles. And mm-hmm. then anything past that is your standard jujitsu that you would see if you walk into a gym. And then once they grab onto you or they come at you and you get a hold of them, well, now you're mm-hmm. you're taking control of the situation. Mm-hmm. You can get them on the ground and get away or, oh, get away or... <laughs> You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, make them sorry for attacking you. Yeah. It was also really cool. The newscaster was asking Brent, you know, what happens if somebody's trying to punch you while they're doing the technique? Or what happens, should you try to kick them first? And Brent was saying to him, no, anytime that you engage, that you're within touching range of me, that's when jujitsu starts. Because then I can grab your foot, I can grab your hand, I can pull you in, close the distance, and start grappling from the top to the bottom. Yeah. And if you're with brace yourself defense techniques if they're trying to punch you and you, you're taking away their base you're moving them so they're not I mean trying to punch off one foot when it's being spun around it's not going to work so well right you might hit someone but with no power right 
The other thing, too, that the newscaster asked, which I thought was interesting and a different perspective to think about, was what do you do to slow your brain down when you're in a stressful situation? Like, if you are held hostage and someone holds a gun to your head, how are you going to be able to slow your thoughts down to the point where you're like, okay, grab the barrel, turn the wrist, move it, and get it out of their hand? Because most people are probably going to crap their pants in that situation. So he wanted to know, like, what do you do? And he asked all four of us, and Tracy was here, and asked us what we do to help us in that type of situation. And I think that jujitsu in general helps you with that situation. It yeah. helps you slow your brain down in stressful situations because if you're getting smothered, you got to figure out how to not get smothered before you, you die. If you go back and watch my match videos, you'll see right before I make a lot of my escapes, I close my eyes, take a deep breath, and all of a sudden, that's when I start moving. Because you're thinking about it. Yeah. It's, Processing that's that one second to, okay, stop them. All right, I got everything locked down. I'm out. Yep. Yes. The way I like to say jujitsu slows down your brain is you're making a logical response instead of an emotional reaction to whatever is happening. Because whenever you react, and that's the best thing about training jujitsu is your reactions, your habits get better also. But if you react to things in general, you're not using your logical brain to respond to things. You're just reacting however you're used to reacting. But if you're able to slow things down and say, this is happening, this is how I should respond to this situation, then you can use your logical brain to do something about it. And that's a great analogy for life in general that I've learned through jujitsu. Okay. There's been stressful moments in my life where I was able to take a deep breath, like he said, close my eyes and say, okay, what am I going to do about this situation? Instead of you know exploding or getting angry or lashing out or whatever that you would do as an emotional reaction. And I think that's also a huge sense of growth, too, in your jiu-jitsu game is when you finally can learn to just settle down and start breathing your way through things rather than, you know, wrestling your way out or muscling your way out or type of just spazzy behavior. And I remember one time specifically, it was probably about six months ago or so, and I was rolling with Josh Janis, who's the black belt now, and... Who's that guy? Some, some dude. <laughs> I don't like him very much. I'm just kidding. But uh, Josh was holding me in a triangle, and it was a very tight triangle. And I remember I just, like, took a deep breath, and I calmed down, and I just worked my way out of it. He obviously could have submitted me if he wanted to, but he was letting me actually work my way out and trying to figure out how to think through that process. And I remember him complimenting me after that, where he was just like, hey, I wanted to let you know that. I thought you did a really good job at controlling your breathing and actually working your way out of that rather than just fighting it. And I've noticed a big improvement in you. And that's something that's kind of resonated with me a lot in the last six months where I'm like, wow, I must have grown exponentially in my jiu-jitsu game if I can get out of a stressful situation with a brown or black belt who knows how to kill me, who mm -hmm. could kill me, but is giving me the opportunity to not let them kill me. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I have noticed like people will have to things like before I put the pressure on it. <laughs> really taking your arm yet because yeah. I want you to get out like take take the opportunity to escape and learn the escape because yes I've given you a hole and you decided to tap and said go yeah. out the path you're, you're tapping too soon like I, I'm not <laughs> I'm not cranking on you yet so that you can start to feel the danger and get out exactly. yes yeah I've definitely like instead of close guard I just had like half of a triangle hold and people tap before I even like lock my legs or anything and I'm like what are we doing? 
Don't you like would that. die. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's silly. And remember what I learned to calm down was from a smother. People would put their cup their hand, put it over my nose and mouth. Mm. And Ellie. I, <laughs> it was even before that, and was people a lot bigger than me, mm. or and a lot more skilled at the time because it was white belt, white belt, no strike, and they just cover everything up and like press it there, either from the back or from the top. I'm defending my neck, but like you feel like you can't breathe. Like if you stop and just focus on your breath, you can breathe enough that you can get out, mm-hmm. and it's not actually putting you in danger. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, perceived danger in the world or perceived fear of things does hold a lot of people back. Yeah. And once you can move past what you think might be happening versus what is actually happening. There's huge growth in your life. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. yeah, I mean, do we have any last minute thoughts here at all about self defense? I think, I think even if you aren't a woman, if there's self defense curriculum at your school, don't skip it because it's boring jujitsu. It's very practical. The Gracie jujitsu system. All 70 whatever moves are all very practical things that happen commonly. Yeah. So so commonly means, you know, there's very low percentage of you getting attacked in public in general. But if somebody were to attack you, these are most likely the things that you're going to have to defend against. Yeah. And the more you go, the more you do stuff, the more likely you are going to run into some right. jerk that wants to get in a fight with you and pick a fight right. with you. And these are going to be things that help you. In that, and it'll teach you, and having that confidence from that will help you carry yourself in a way that people won't want to pick that fight with you. Right. And I mean, he says more likely, but I, I mean, it's super low percentage chance of you actually getting attacked. It's 29 years in my life, and I think like one person has thrown a punch at me in my life in like real scenario. I've never been in a fight, but I've always been the person that Dave's like, huh? I've been in the fights. But I mean, when you learn about fighting, you learn how important it is to not get in a real street fight. Because the mats are not the same as concrete. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be honest. Well, how many fights have you guys been in? Well, as an adult, after high school, zero. In high school, okay. I was in a few. Sure. Did you know Jiu Jitsu then? No. Would it have helped you? Probably. It <laughs> kept me calm and kept me from trying to kill people a couple of times. Yeah. I used to lost my temper once in a while. Yeah. Sure. I noticed you did say that, though, earlier about the fear in yourself. You were telling the newscaster that if you walk with your head high and your shoulders back, that you're going to be more confident on the street. And typically, if someone's lurking for a vulnerable person, they're not going to, they're less likely to attack you if you have a confidence in you. Yeah, there's, I mean, I, like I said before, I put together a curriculum and I read a bunch on it. So I, and that was like one of the main things that everyone came back to is hold yourself with confidence. Mm-hmm. And the more you hold yourself with confidence, the less people want to mess with you. Absolutely. I mean, just in general, you're not going to be, even if it's a kid in school, you're not going to be teased and picked on if you have the confidence and you don't care. You're, if you're, 
walking down the street and that happens. People don't want to necessarily want to pick a fight. They right. don't want to try and... If you have enough confidence, you can walk into any business, the, the back of any restaurant. You can literally walk through doors with a purpose and people will not stop you. Yeah. I've, I've done it in multiple places. <laughs> I'm like looking for a bathroom. I'll just go in the back of a place or uh, I'll walk into... Okay, I'm not going to say that. I was going to say, I'll walk into women's bathrooms when the men's bathrooms have been <laughs> full. Or Panera just... <laughs> to get your coffee on the counter. Yeah, I walked in the back of the kitchen to grab my food. Yeah. <laughs> and people are like, okay. <laughs> I've walked into sports games for, at, when I was in college. Okay, you yeah. You just walk in. It helps if you carry a clipboard, too. Yes. If you carry a clipboard, you can get into anywhere. Yes. You're a legit person. And if you have two people carrying a ladder behind you, they will absolutely let you in anywhere. <laughs> it's great. Fine. Hard hats and clipboards will get you in just about anywhere. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm here to uh, look at your leg. Yep. I'm here to fix the thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Don't do that. I don't know why we're promoting this right now. Because just that confident. That confident. But we're just, I think we're portraying how much confidence makes people not want to mess with you, even if they know, like, this person probably shouldn't be here. If you're confident, they're going to be like, nah. Right. So it's very less likely for somebody that wants to attack prey to attack somebody that's confident. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That yeah. psychological game is... Yeah. Don't look like prey. Yeah, don't be prey. Don't punch a purse. I think I said it in another podcast, don't be a bitch. <laughs> even lions and tigers, they pick out... The weak one from the herd. They don't pick out yep. the strong one. The kids, the sick. Yeah. You're, so if you hold yourself confident and walk with a purpose, you're the strong one. You're not the prey. You're not the one they want. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, well, today was fun. This was fun. Yeah, this was a super fun day. So once again, I'm going to post a link. Uh, go check out the article. It'll be super fun. To see you know us on live TV <laughs> and see Professor Brenton. He does a little shoulder toss because I was choking him on the back too. It was super fun. We did a little bit of flow rolling. Very enjoyable jujitsu morning. Yeah, did an interview and it was just cool. It was a fun experience. Something different, something new. Got mm -hmm. us out of bed, so yeah. that's cool. Yeah, thanks so much to Tracy who left already, and thanks Dave for being our guest yeah. today. On our impromptu podcast, we literally were just like. Leave us a review, uh, share it with your friends, and do jujitsu. Don't be a bitch. <laughs> I hope that's not our trademark.